Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, Jim. Spaceships are out, submarines are in. Film at 11. <laughs> uh, well, are we going to watch that Wing Commander movie? Is that what we're talking about? Because that was very submarines no, in no. space. Okay, it was. You. Well, because it, it had really was. in it. Yeah, yeah it, it's got it, it really did. Captain from Das Boot, you know, know. it's like, yeah, it's going to be a submarine movie. What a waste of him and, and um, oh, God, Sark, uh, David Warner. Every, of every dime of every, spent. Every, every, anyway, uh, also joining us is your co-host, Hunter. <laughs> Welcome to the Space Game Junkies. Also joining us is your co-host, Spaz. Hey, and we have some guests this week, my friends. Uh, joining us all the way from Norway, it's uh, what, about 2.30 in the morning over there, I think? That's correct. Uh, Ander, uh, I'm just going to say your first names, because I think if I tried to say your last names, I think it would be bad for everyone. Uh, we have uh, Anders and Avin? 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 Close enough. Avin? Um, yeah, let's go with that. The guys behind the um, VR and non-VR kind of tug-of-war space strategy game thing called Age of Space, which is currently in development. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank Thank you for having us. Now, folks listening to the audio version of this, we are going to be playing the game in a little bit uh, live. Uh, So uh, just like... If you might have a better experience, I've said this before, but you might have a better experience watching the video, uh, if possible. But we'll try and keep you updated. We're not very good at this, but we'll try and keep you updated as to what's happening as we do it for those uh, folks listening to just the audio version. Um, so let's start at the beginning. When did uh, Age of Space come to be? What like how did it? What was the impetus of it, and how long have you been working on it? Well, it started actually all uh, back in uh, January 2016. Um, I think I just got tired of uh, the things I was doing on my day job, and I was starting to look into game de- game development. And yeah, uh, from there, I just uh, went from being a mobile game to a PC game, and then I added some VR <laughs> and multiplayer, and now we're now we have kind of a good co- uh, concept of what we're gonna make. Did you did you have a background before you started on this, or you just like one day you're like, I'm changing course? Yeah, well, I, I do have some background in programming. I've been prog- programming for like ten years, uh, so that helps. But uh, on the art side, I had to learn a lot of stuff, and luckily now I don't do all that stuff alone anymore. So yeah, but I I, I did learn some new stuff as well. Nice. So, so yeah, so, that's kind of, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that's how it started, and it's just been a huge experience from that. And uh, we've been adding to the team, so we're now a team of four. And yeah, I think, like I said, that we have a concept that we uh, want to go for now. So to to give folks like the quick rundown, what is the concept of Age of Space? Very simply put, it's kind of a tower defense versus game. It's uh, it's uh, heavily inspired by uh, a game with a very similar name called Age of War, 
I don't know if you guys know played played it. It's kind I of don't. it's a old it's a old flash game actually. It's very very simple. It. Yeah. So basically, what you do in that in that game, you have uh, it's in two uh, D space, and you just click on units, and they're gonna march over to the other side and kill anything on the way. So that's kind of the first inspiration, and then obviously the huge other inspiration is Eve Online that I have played for like ten years plus. So it's kind of a combination between those two. What's what's Eve Online? I don't. I don't. <laughs> Says the man who has multiple accounts and plays it on how many monitors? So, Age of Space. I've been there myself, so <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Excuse me. So right now, the game is basically... Is it always going to be 1v1? Or are there going to be more ships involved? Like, right now, it's a 1v1 game. Uh, basically, is it always going to be like that? Like, will a single player have like fleets? Like, what? What is like the plan for this? We have discussed uh, the possibility of having like a two versus two system, but um, that needs uh, that we we need to do some changes in the game mechanics in order to get that to be meaningful in a way. Uh, so, but but we. For we do like to play with friends against other people in other games, so it's uh, natural to, to think that uh, way in this game as well. So we are looking into it, and technically it shouldn't be a huge uh, problem. But uh, as of right now, it's only one versus one, where you are kind of the commander, you know. Uh, so it's not one ship; you're basically the commander of a fleet. Yeah, and we. <laughs> As much as we're focusing on the the battle aspect, uh, a large chunk of the game is the sort of fleet customization, ship tweaking, weapons and uh, modules and all that uh, jazz. So uh, it's not just the the one oh. one. We, we're trying to to give you a lot of options. You know, tweak your stuff, pimp so, out your spaceships and stuff like oh, that. So that's that's not in there yet. I'm get I'm guessing because I I did look at the fleet setup thing and there there's just like a picture of a fighter there right now. Yeah, so that, there is some minimal interactions you can do with it. You can click on the weapons and uh, but uh, it, it doesn't actually work yet. So it's kind of a kind of a preview on where we're heading with it. So uh, I guess the the fleet uh, customization and uh, that part of the game is going to be heavily inspired by. Uh, Eve Online and sitting in like uh, editors like PIFA, I, you probably know that, uh, and like tweaking your settings, finding the best possible outfit, and uh, trying to surprise the opponent and such. So that's going to be a huge part of the game. I, I think I'm going to spend most of my time in that part of the game, actually. So, so how do you, how do you come across? How do you customize your ships? Is there like, do you get like credits? upon su- succeeding at a match and then you use that like it sounds like there's a meta game involved involved with um upgrading your fleet how does that how does how do you conceptualize that yeah there's going to be some uh, player progression uh, where you can update uh, some uh, some stats but uh the thing is that you're going to be uh, giving kind of a very uh, basic setup in the beginning and then you can add to that and uh, try out different kind of uh, types of setups and then the game is going to change over time because um 
we are planning to make a, a service behind the game that's going to look at all the equipment that's been used uh, throughout the day. And then it's going to modify the prices just barely from day to day. So over time, you're going to have you're you're going to see modules being more expensive and less expensive. So you have to change the, uh, according to to that because uh, one month uh, missiles could be really cheap and good to use. And if people find out that they are really good and uh, to use, then the prices are going to be higher maybe in the next month. So you have to kind of you can't just go on a forum and. Uh, find the perfect setup and just to stay there. You have to adapt to the changes that's coming. Yeah. And to flesh that out a little bit, like every ship has a set number of weapon slots, right? And uh, you can uh, choose among uh, different uh, weapons. And then we also have what we've so far dubbed modules, which are typically like uh, uh, boosted shield gen, and you can have repair bots and uh, maybe mines and stuff like that. And you use two different resources, what we call the... Um, power and bandwidth right to sort of tweak uh the levels of these uh either weapons or modules uh so in between these three things the uh overclocking and underclocking and then you have the weapons and the modules each ship will uh have many 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 options and no ship and no fleet will ever be exactly the same unless of course somebody figures out the absolute winning uh combination so in the, in the matches themselves, because uh, I played a couple earlier, it didn't seem like you had direct control over the ships you built. You just built them and then they did their thing. So is the strategy in preparing for a match by tweaking your ships and then knowing which ships to build when? Is yeah, that? That's, uh, that's basically it. And you can also aid your fleet by clicking on enemy ships in order to get them to be primary targets. Oh. And then the rest of your ships. Yeah, that's a huge part of it. And uh, I also didn't you can do any your, of that. Uh, I didn't do any oh, of that. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> just going to play out. I was yeah. just build, 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 build. Mine, come on, build, build, build. I didn't click any enemies. I just, yes. Dude, you're like, playing in like gratuitous space battles, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we I, had like the the major sort of design uh direction we're going in is that for the uh sort of elitist jerk details uh, guys they can sit all day and twiddle in the fleet design and and find all these optimal combinations and stuff like that or you can just pick a preset and, and go out and have some battles uh but once you're in the battle your role is of the commander right so you give uh, the sort of you set the strategy, right? You tell your fleets your goals. So focus on the support ships, focus on the capital ships, focus on the mothership and stuff like that. And uh, so you just give the sort of overarching uh, strategic uh, commands, and, and then you have the individual ships have their own unique AI, which you can also fiddle with uh, in the ship customization. So you can. For instance, have your fighters uh, prioritize enemy support ships and stuff like that. So uh, it's really up to the each individual player how much or how little they want to dive into the underlying mechanics. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. So, oh, okay, that makes sense. I see. So uh, basically, a ship could have like uh, a set of primary and secondary targets that it likes to do automatically. And then you can, uh, for, for the battleship, for, for instance, you have like 16 weapons. And all of those 16 weapons you can uh, set up differently. 
and who who the weapons are going to primary target and stuff like that. So a lot of uh, the time, it's going to do good choices uh, by default if you set it up correctly. But it's very a very uh, big part of the game to kind of primary targets in order to get them down really fast. Right. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I can click. I'm doing some single player uh, here yeah. just to test out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a bomber. I can click on that bomber and it says bomber. And oh, yeah, I can do stuff to it. Okay. I can. Yeah. So and that is now my primary target if I said that, if I select that bomber. Yes. And if you Correct. scroll in, you can see that the ships are targeting the. You see your projectiles yeah. are flying towards it. You can also move around with the WASD and, uh, yeah, right-clicking. Uh, it's going to, yeah, move the camera around. I was just using the right-click. i got to yeah. build some more. Oh, boy. So the thing about this is even though you don't have direct control over these ships, you're still there's still a lot of um, plates spinning at one time. So you really have to um, know what you're building. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm. absolutely and oh, uh, know what you're building and know what the things you're building are going to do and if uh, you want to fiddle with what they're doing or if you just want to let them do their thing oh there goes your ship <laughs> <laughs> yeah the explosions are very uh, oh, come on take out that battleship come on kill it anyway um there's a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of ammo right here. Oh man, they're taking out this big ship of mine just as it's coming out of the dock. That's hilarious. <laughs> so each ship has its own AI. Yeah. So they they operate based on kind of their uh, uh, yeah their their settings, uh, who they are supposed to primary and secondary and stuff like that. And you can override that by, by clicking on uh, ships. And a huge part of the game right now, uh, as it's balanced at the moment, is to um, click on your own ships to get them repaired because you can transfer shields with your uh, support ships. So if you see that the AI is targeting one of your ships, you have to quickly click on that ship in order to get it repaired. Oh, boy. Of course, assuming you have any support ships left alone. (laughs) Which you don't. Yeah, right now there doesn't seem to be any tooltips to tell me what each ship does that I could see that's, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, and uh, which is fine. But um, the, I guess if you're if you're, uh, I hope that players are gonna be spending a lot of time in the fleet uh, customization, and then they're gonna be knowing exactly what uh, those ships are capable of. So uh, that's it's, uh, it's it's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a problem for the first times you play it, I guess. Yeah, like right now, I don't know what the big deal about each of like what's a battle cruiser what's a battleship uh mm-hmm. i don't know what the difference between a corvette and a, or a fighter and an interceptor is i don't know whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I oh man that. look at Corvettes all that look at all that now will there be a, a tactical pause option for single player say again will there be a tactical pause option for single player oh like that um well, we haven't really thought about that. That's interesting. Um, uh, for multiplayer, it doesn't make sense, obviously. But mm-hmm. 
But for a single player, just so you have, as you're learning the game, it makes sense to have that option, not necessarily need it, but that option to be able to just sort of pause the action and sort of evaluate what you want to do next. You may have the ability to build disabled during it, but but at least just you can take a bird's eye view and and reevaluate what your next move might be, give mm-hmm. you more time to think. Yeah, well, that's a great tip. I should take me five minutes to implement that, so it's not like a big problem. Yeah, so and it fits really well with our plans for single player being sort of uh, the s- slowly starting out part of the learning curve. So yeah, that, that would be mm-hmm. good. It would also be good for screenshots because you can get some impressive yeah. ones with all the uh, the action. all the stuff on screen. Yeah. Now but, let me. Uh, we all we uh, we have uh, Ansel installed, so you can. Uh, stop and uh, move the camera around and add effects and stuff like that. Oh, you can oh, I saw that. yeah. You can move all around the battlefield here. This is pretty nifty. Now, there is going to be, like, please don't tell me that there's just going to be, like, four single-player missions that are just basically a tutorial for the multiplayer. Is there going to be, like, actual single-player content in this? Or is it primarily multiplayer? We're going to have oh. to go with yes to both of those. We will have single player content and it will, there will be a story mode. The function of the story mode will be to introduce you to the game. But that said, we're aiming for a story mode that sort of can stand on its own, but that's not going to be the main part of the game. The main part of the game is going to be the multiplayer, the, the battles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just, wow. Oh, lots of stuff is happening. Oh my yeah. god, that's a lot of ships. Yeah. <laughs> so and one gotta... thing you haven't really explored yet is the the mining options. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just... I'm not sure what that does at all. <laughs> yeah, you're accumulating a lot of. So we have t- three different resources. Uh, let's just right. call them uh, red, green, and blue. Uh, and you're accumulating a lot of the two first, and, and not that much of the second. So you can reallocate your miners to to better fit the kind of fleet you want to build. Uh, and if you're running low on uh, gas or oxide-intensive ships, you might want to increase yeah, that mining and stuff like that. Uh, and also we're experimenting with sort of randomly generated battlefields. So the amount of resources that are available to you uh, coming in will differ from match to match and stuff like that. So you'll have to tweak your strategy accordingly. Okay. Oh, boy. Um uh, now, what is defense mode? There's a button here. It says toggle defense mode. What is that? It's something that you probably should use right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's, it's, it's meant to be like the, the final stance because uh, it's, it's not in the game right now. Button. Yeah, basically. It's going to turn your mothership into a beast, basically. Uh, uh, and so there we the go. It's going to add to the battle, but uh, the miners are going to warp away. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, but but um, the thing that's not in the game yet is that is um, it's going to be a timer on fifteen minutes. Uh, yeah, after fifteen minutes, the motherships are ready to warp out. So, in a way, the battle could be over in fifteen minutes. So, uh, using the defense mode could be your last chance of trying to survive the last minutes before uh, you can warp out. 
Yeah, and we're sort of uh, filling around with different concepts and ideas and what the different factions will do in defense mode, right? Yeah. We might have a, a sort of heavy armor just uh, battering all the hatches and, and taking like only 25% damage and uh, stuff like that. And then uh, uh, I have some... Uh, wet dreams of having a ship turn into a battle mech and just going bananas and me, uh, fleet and stuff like that. So yeah, we're, we're on the drawing board there still, but uh, oh, yeah. definitely going to be some different stuff. Uh, and I think you all should vote for the battle mech idea. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we love mechs around here at uh, space game yeah. junkie. We were a huge, we're huge into mechs. Just ask spaz oh, with yeah. his, Near two hundred uh, hours. Thirty-one hours. Oh, you've passed two hundred. Oh dear. Well, yeah, I'm at two hundred thirty-one hours. And the game's only been out what two weeks, roughly. Yep. <laughs> About two well, weeks, roughly. Yeah. Damn. Since the twenty-fourth. Yeah. So what is? I'm su- having that much fun with it. What does a support ship do? It transfers shields to your ships. So um, oh. if you, if you have a couple of support ships and you uh, you're able to quickly click on one of your allied ships, it's gonna be pretty much impossible to destroy because it's gonna transfer so much shield. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's, it's kind of a healer. Yeah. So uh, if uh, some of you have played the Eve a lot, uh, they're gonna recognize this mechanic from like uh, bigger fleet fights where you have a lot of support cruisers. And yeah, it's kind of a game of uh, trying to heal the primary targets and switching targets uh, on the other side. So uh, yeah, it's it's quite, it's quite hectic to play this in multiplayer because you have to pay attention to what ships are being uh, primaried. Right, and even in single player, there are a lot of spinning plates in the air because right now I'm about to lose some ships. Got to make sure all my miners are doing their thing. It's yeah. So what kind of, because uh, right now there's really no, like, it's just a big open space. There's no, like, asteroids. There's no, like, terrain. Is that going to be a factor? Are there going to be, like, nebulas or asteroids or planets or moons? or Like, are there going <laughs> to be things on the battlefield that can um, change how, how, uh, you, uh, how you build, how you mine, how you fight, that sort of thing? Yeah, well, we were having a kind of a discussion uh, going uh, on. Uh, this is kind of a holographic representation of the battle. So the thing is that you're the kind of the commander. You're, you're viewing this from a holographic view. But we've right. also been experimenting with kind of the more classic uh, way of doing it, uh, to show it in space with kind of real, uh, realistic textures and nebulas oh. and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, and I can't really decide what I like the best because I, I, I kind of like the realistic look a lot, but then again, I really like the red and blue uh, theme because it's very easily recognizable. So that's a very good... Uh, and it's very easy to see the different uh, what's your ships and what's the enemy's ships. That's more of a problem if you have the more uh, realistic uh, approach. Well, you could still... you could. You could still have the wireframe, like you don't have to have realistic graphics to have like asteroids. You can have like wireframe polygonal oh, yeah. asteroids, you know, and still have this kind of, still have this kind of look. I think. Yeah, definitely. We did have some kind of holographic asteroids earlier, 
Uh, but uh, the reason they're not in the game right now is just because I didn't like the look of them. So <laughs> okay. we're going to have to find a different way of drawing them, I guess. <laughs> sure. Man, how are they mining so much more ship, so much more than we are? <laughs> uh, they're cheating. Oh, really? Uh, no, 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 that's well, uh, one of my principles. The AI is not going to know anything it shouldn't know. It's it's not knowing anything about the data set that you couldn't know. So uh, it's not cheating. It's uh, no. but it's very uh, optimized. It's uh, it's going to choose ships that's uh, very good counter for your for your ships. Yeah, and it uh, and I kind of like how it's like it's almost kind of like saving its its. Uh, it's almost like it's saving itself until like it can put out like five battleships at once, which is kind of yeah, funny. It, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's a good strategy because if you send them in waves, you know you you uh, you have to split your uh, fire. Uh, you, you can't just focus fire each ship as it comes out of the dock, you know. So it, it's better to sort of save up a little bit and then and send them in in waves instead of sending them one at a time. Hmm. And if you go in piecemeal, then they get picked apart before they yeah, can actually do any damage. Exactly. You get, would you rather fight 200 ships once or one ship 200 times? So it's the same basic <laughs> philosophy. I had a question regarding the environmental aspects, like nebula or asteroids. Would those actually have effects on the battle in terms of, say, a nebula might disrupt uh, missile uh, Missiles in orbit, or uh, or maybe uh, uh, something like an electrical storm that might, uh, say, deflect some of your laser fire. Mm-hmm. That would be would be really interesting, but uh, it would be really really unfair for the player that's prepared for like a missile based setup. That's true. So, uh, I don't know how we could do that, but it, it yeah, would be cool for them. Right? Life life isn't always fair. You can't prepare for everything. You can't prepare for everything. You know. That's true. Well, it could be something where maybe you have a featured map. And th- those effects would be in place. So people would build their fleet to match that. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, it could absolutely. be something that's uh, kind of seasonal, uh, that uh, this week it's going to be uh, minus uh, something, or in order to get, to get the player to adapt to it. Uh, we're definitely going to do something about that uh, in kind of uh, like a... Uh, uh, this uh, this week is uh, going to be um, diffi- more difficult to uh, to get some particular type of minerals, and, uh, and in that case, you have to adapt your fleet for that. So, yeah, and we, we were also fiddling around with the idea of sort of like uh, weekly challenges. So that's a we'd tailor a fleet uh, to be really really hard to beat, and then we'll have like leaderboards and who beat it first and uh, with which ships and stuff like that. That would also be cool to throw in, like, yeah, this fleet is situated in the middle of a nebula and shields won't work or uh, missiles won't work and stuff like that. Or this is a high-gravity situation, so ships are flying at half speed and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. Now, right now, it's it's just about combat. But, like, say in the single player, are there going to be other things that you might have in the in – the, in, I'm guessing there's going to be a campaign. Like, will there be, like, search and rescue or something like that or maybe uh, – you know, getting out of a nebula or something like that. Like, what kind of plans do you have for the campaign? 
Well, uh, we haven't gotten that far yet on the single player or the campaign part, but uh, uh, the thing that I've visioned is that you're going to be meeting different commanders that have kind of a personality and a story behind them, and some of them are just going to be plain mean, I guess, and some of them are going to be funny, or I don't know. It's going to be some kind of uh, personality that you're going to fight, and he's going to have a particular setup that you have to possibly adapt your fleet in order to defeat. Uh, okay, so you're going to actually have named commanders to deal with. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah, so we, we, know, we don't know the details yet, but uh, I don't know sure. how many it's going to be, but it's going to be different kind of challenges with different kind of uh, fleet setups and stuff like that. So, in, so it, it's first and foremost, I guess, a uh, learning experience. So we, we hope that play, people are going to love to play this in multiplayer. Uh, I think that's going to be a huge uh, part of the, it, uh, at least for my part. Now, how is, like, are you going to have ranks for multiplayer? Are you going to have, like, a, any kind of progression in multiplayer? Like, will people have, like, titles they can win or anything like that? Or kind of any kind of loot they can find if they win a match, you know, they can have a special thing on their ship. Like what kind of things are you planning for multiplayer? Um, yeah, there's going to be a ELO based system where you kind of meet uh, people from your own rank. I, I, I've kind of pictured uh, kind of a similar, that's really popular these days, like rocket league kind of system where you level up, getting a new class or a, uh, what you want to call it? Uh, so yeah, and also you're going to be able to uh, salvage uh, the remains of a fight in order to progress oh, nice. and un- unlock stuff. And all uh, I think it's going to be both salvage and experience points. Yeah, so we have lots of lots of plans for especially the multiplayer. But so we'll have leaderboards, so you get your rank. Uh, we'll have. Hopefully, we'll have leagues. We'll have to see a little bit, depending yeah. on the player base and stuff like that. But we want to have uh, leagues and leaderboards within the leagues. We'll have a progression-based system, and uh, most of it we'll have uh, character frames. We'll have portraits and uh, skins. We're we're fiddling around with uh, skins, but that's sort of dependent on if we're going with a red and blue look uh, or not. Uh, but uh, uh, we're definitely looking into uh, both progression-based and rank-based rewards. Uh, these will all be cosmetics, so no actual functionalities based on progression or uh, or rank. Oh man, you should have like you should go all Diablo three out on these guys and like have like epic loot sets and for your mothership and things, <laughs> you know, things like that. You should totally just yeah. yeah. So you guys said you were doing you were doing this for mobile and VR and PC. No, we don't uh, develop for mobile uh, anymore. Wow. But uh, it, I did come quite far on that mobile game, and it was really funny. So it might uh, happen in the future, I think. Because uh, <laughs> okay, looking at this, and uh, basically your point of view, it, uh, well, when, when you're in VR, can you, does it do like room scale where you can actually walk around that table? Or do you just, okay. So my, my thought about the mobile thing, even though you're not doing it, but maybe you could do something like this for that is um, with the whole mixed reality thing, 
especially, mm-hmm. you know, because they're Microsoft's got headsets that are doing it now, plus people's cell phones. So if you put a target down on the table, mm-hmm. so the phone knows where the table is, and then you hold the phone up and that's your your view into that world. So then you could play the game by walking around the table with the target on it. And then yeah. if, as you move the phone closer and further, that's your zoom function. And, you know, so, so you would basically have that happening like on the table in front of you. I know uh, it's uh, mind blowing. Uh, uh, it's, it's what was, was one of the first ideas uh, to do that, but uh, the AR technology is uh, too far ahead for to do that right now, I think. Uh, but uh, in the future, it shouldn't be really a huge problem to make a AR mode for this game, uh, where you could do that if if it really breaks through in the uh, on you know, like normal consumers, I guess, uh, because that's the problem with both VR and uh, AR at the moment. It's it's not going to be that accessible. Uh, you could do it with your with your phone, but I'm just concerned about uh, the hardware on the phone if it's going to be enough. You could possibly have like a spectator mode that's only like a view, but I don't know. It's still, yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah. the, the well, idea, I mean, idea might, is really cool. It might be. It might need to be like an entirely other game. But I was just thinking mm-hmm. about the the whole like projected uh, fleet display above the table kind of thing, and and using that to zoom in and out by just moving your phone around. So I don't know. Yeah. Someday it's coming. I've I've seen some some people do some silly stuff with it, like. Um, it was uh, I, I forget what company it is that makes toilets, but they made a, a virtual toilet app, and <laughs> and you can basically just put a, a toilet like anywhere, you know. <laughs> um, and then uh, I, I saw one that was a little ruder, it kind of involved genitalia, but you could put a target somewhere, and then it would like hang a big wiener off the wall <laughs> or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. Um, so it's like people are screwing around with it, but I don't know. That it's that it's ready to handle the game plus the AR stuff yet. Mm. Someday, yeah, someday. And I think it's going to be uh, after we we release this game. And but it could be an like an add-on or an I don't know something uh, in the future. Oh my god, I'm kind of holding my own a little bit better this time, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Should really try out the support chips. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really buffed. So if if you uh, if you have a couple of ports and you get to um, select your own uh, chips in time, it's gonna survive most stuff. Oh, I see that now. I see it. I think I just lost my big ship, though. Oh, did I? No, I didn't. Okay, great. Oh, this is funny. Uh, you're talking. Yeah, it's, An idea uh, just occurred to me. Suggestion for perhaps a two-player co-op mode where okay. where you have one player controls a mothership and its fleet. Mm-hmm. The second player controls a smaller ship, say, like a battleship, that's still larger than the, the oh, one that the mothership fun. can build. That'd be fun. Yeah, but, but it controls a support fleet. So its goal is to keep the mothership alive. Yeah, that's cool. So the divider of responsibility, and one one of them is uh, killing the targets, and one of them are aiding fleets. That's uh, yeah. And and say, for example, the battleship can't build 
uh, some of the larger ships because it's not the mothership, but it can build lots of fighters and it builds mm-hmm. them a little bit faster. Mm. That could work. Yeah, definitely. That, were, it could uh, work for a 2v2 or uh, a comp stomp because people like their comp stomps. Yeah. We definitely do. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I like how big the explosion is. Uh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, so that's one possibility. The other possibility is to uh, add the ability to move your mothership around. Yeah, and that way you could kind of switch roles and kind of take the heat for a while and then you can move behind the other one and kind of hide. Uh, so there are some different uh, possibilities for... for uh, yeah. Or you could just have them side by side, I guess, and just uh, <laughs> go, all in, go, go all in. I, I don't know. It's... Yeah. Or what you could do is have some friends be turret gunners on the mothership. Go up, yeah. go up, Battlestar Galactica. Go up, Battlestar Galactica. That Jim was talking about. <laughs> that could be interesting. A turret mode where you are using AR the turret. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So you just use your phone to aim around the room. Oh, yeah. 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 That could be fun. That could be fun. Yeah. If you uh, look sh- in the stream chat, I dropped a. That's an AR game somebody's working on where you're basically playing uh, RTS on your kitchen table. What? Yeah, I need this shit in my life. I need wow. it. <laughs> yeah, that looks that looks kind of amazing. I've seen that before. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> I lasted longer that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we had like uh, at one of the expos we've been at, we had like uh, 15 people in total at one over the AI. I think it was something like. Fifteen out good. of like hundred and fifty. Oh wow! So that's so. Does the AI um, for different ships? Does it have different priorities? You know what I mean. Like, well, fighters target different things than bombers target different things than battleships, and that sort of thing. Is or is like the AI commander doing the same thing you're doing and selecting priority targets? Yeah. Well, right now uh, the ship. Uh, customization options are static, so it's going to be the same on both sides. And actually, uh, even though the ships are kind of different, they have the same layout and everything. Uh, so, but uh, the AI itself, the, the commander AI, is uh, different from time to time because he has like a, a kind of a personality, how aggressive he's going to be, and how uh, he, how much time he's going to. Or how high is going to prioritize uh, good economy and that kind of stuff. So he, ha- he has a slight different personality from uh, each game, but the the the, the f- uh, fleet setup is the same uh, every time uh, as for now. But that's going to change, obviously. Right. Okay. Uh, some uh, Chevney over on YouTube. Uh, asked about DLC. I know this is super early right now, but do you have any, like... It's kind of a weird question to ask this early, but, like, do you have any ideas for what you might do post-release? <laughs> Even though release... <laughs> what do you think release might be? Let's let's get that out of the way. When do you think release might be? A <laughs> uh, release... Uh, we're hoping to do end of Q1 uh, next year, but uh, we don't have, like, a... Uh, we're not committed to that date in any way, but that's what we are hoping to get, uh, like some April uh, next year. 
That's, that seems realistic. I mean, don't rush it. <laughs> and yeah, what the- I mean, we're going to focus on making a good game with a lot of content. And uh, as for DLCs, uh, it, could, it could be possible <laughs> that this person has uh, talked to me before. I don't know. Um, I don't know who is, but uh, I have some strong feelings about DLCs. So the short answer is no. There is not going to be DLCs. What possibly, wait, possibly wait, expansion. wait, 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 what are your strong feelings about DLC? You can't just leave us hanging like that. <laughs> <laughs> what about mods? Well, again, uh, DLC is first, then. Uh, I just don't like uh, the way that DLCs play in the industry at the moment. It seems like mm. a lot of games kind of hold back on their content and sell the DLCs. I mean, they probably have planned five DLCs before they even release the game. Um, I really don't like that. So uh, I'm not going to do that with this game either. But of course, if, it, if, it, if it's a huge success, uh, it might be an expansion uh, in the future. That's different in a way. But uh, we don't have any plans of kind of stripping the game uh, down and uh, having DLCs from the get-go. Not at all. Oh, that's really good. But we are already planning on adding more stuff uh, as it goes oh, yeah. along. Yeah, that's so, that that that's different, but uh, not uh, taking extra money for it. Yeah, and there might be free DLCs, right? Yeah, new, new ships, new weapons, uh, new challenges, maybe even new factions and stuff like that. Oh, okay, see, that's the kind of post-release support I like to hear about. Honestly. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I know. People like survival modes too. You know, to see how long you can last. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have that on the list as well. Survival mode definitely will be there. Yeah. Now, is it like so? Like right now, it looks like it's just you versus another kind of another version of you, like with a slightly different looking ship. Like, are there going to be like aliens? Is it going to be like asymmetrical sides? You know, like in StarCraft and whatnot, or is it going to be more symmetrical? Well, uh, each of the factions will be unique and different. They'll have their own ships, as you can see now. But currently, as you pointed out, the ships have the same loadout, the, the same weapons and the same stuff. But they'll have different weapons and different stuff and, and different functionalities. Uh, mm-hmm. We want to make them not just look unique, but feel unique in, in the way you play and, and stuff like that. So we might, well, I don't want to reveal too much, but we're we're sort of uh, giving the factions personalities. You know, some might be a rich, high-tech uh, faction, then you might have a sort of a rebel, steampunk kind of thing going on with uh, clunker ships uh, kamikazing into your motherships and stuff like that. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. So there, there's stuff in the works. Yep. That is that is fantastic. <laughs> so you can have also we're, we're going to have like a mechanic similar to um, the ships in Eve that where they have like a primary and secondary bonus, so you can kind of add um, points to um, different ship classes and how how much of their bonus you're gonna uh, you <laughs> how am I supposed to say this? You're 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 going to be given a set amount of points that you can uh, use on your fleet, uh, so you can add to the primary and secondary uh, bonuses of those of of all your all your ships. So, yeah, 
you can add if for for instance a free uh, fighter might be uh, having a bonus for uh, pulse lasers so you can choose to add like three or five points to that primary bonus of five percent more damage for instance oh, okay that's pretty and cool. of course and of course battle max I know Anders is still t- telling me to slow down with the battle max, but of course, we no. The who, who, who said, giant Shogun Japanese space who fairy said samurai. Who's, 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 slowing, who's saying that? No one's saying. I'm not saying that. I don't think anyone here is saying that. No, all the mechs. Give us, give us steampunk mechs with gears and 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 steam bottles and things. Mix, and mix somehow, it up a bit. Like put hover tanks in there somehow. I don't care. Just yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll have like uh, five uh, lions flying around, and if you go into defense mode, they'll combine to be uh, Bottletron, the defender of uh, space, or something like that. Maybe we'll see <laughs> if we don't run into copyright issues along the way. Yeah, <laughs> nothing I, could go wrong with that. Nothing at all. No, nothing at all. It'll be whatsoever. great. No, be great. I did. Yeah. I, I, may, I may have missed this for for some reason. I am multitasking at the moment. Did you guys talk about potentially whether or not there could be ground combat versions of this? Ooh, I could see that. That'd be like oh, air uh, and ground would be interesting. You have you know, to where you have like uh, troop battles that are kind of done similarly, or Age of that Ground could be a two versus two mode as well, I guess. Age of Dirt. That's what you call it. Age of Dirt. <laughs> well, no, but like you know, if you want to do like a like a conquest mode where you go and hey, you know, you fight over a planet and then you land Ooh. on the ground and then you have to do a ground battle. I love that uh, idea. Borrowing a little bit from uh, Battlefront Two OG Battlefront Two. I love that idea. Oh. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Maybe that could be a Star Wars Empire. We'll call. We'll call that an expansion pack. Yeah, yeah, I maybe. Think, I think we're in expansion territory now. Or maybe, or maybe sequel. If we're talking about like a meta map with um, with a planetary conquest, that sounds amazing, though. That really mm-hmm. does. That sounds mm-hmm. super amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's noted. We could have like. Uh, giant space stations and you're fighting the battle inside and then you yeah. have like a boarding, boarding party Ooh. going around and they have to disable the station before uh, some sort of timer and stuff like that. Yeah, that would be awesome. <sighs> yeah, sort of like the, the um, missions in uh, some of the con- Command and Conquer games where you have yeah. this really limited map to run around in and you have those objectives to complete before you can move on to the next mission. Hmm. Uh, it could work for uh, two versus two mode as well, where uh, one of the players are in the, in space and the second is on the ground. Hmm. Could work. That sounds amazing. All right, let's do some multiplayer. Yeah, who do you want? Who do you want to fight? If you win over the, you're going to be the world champion, I guess. <laughs> That's not happening. Not, not like there's a lot of competition at the moment. <laughs> we yeah, had, we had internal a... tournaments and uh, even kind of came out on top. Kind of? Kind of came up on top? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so uh, do you want to do the honor, Evan, or should I? I can do the honors. You're both yeah. going to win. It's It's not like... It's not like there's going to be a challenge. <laughs> You're going to kick my ass. I mean, let's just be honest. All right. Well, the the pro, pro tip is to uh, watch out uh, with the support ships and try to heal up your uh, allied ships. That's a huge point. I am terrible at that, so I'm going to lose. 
Just FYI. All right. I'm not, I'm barely going to put up a fight. This won't last long. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's, you'll do great. I think it's found an opponent. So It oh. has indeed. So will you be able to choose your friends at some point? Like, I know right now it's random, but will you be able yeah. to, like, have friend matches and stuff like that? Yeah, sure. We have to do that. Okay, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a game we really liked uh, that at first only had random matchmaking. What was it Battlefleet Gothic? And we were like, what the ever-loving crap is this? <laughs> yeah. They, they patched in friend the ability to have matches with friends like two months after it was released. By then, no one cared. It was, which is Isn't really it issue. loading or something? Ah, uh, it's loading. Early access, ladies and uh, gentlemen. You, know, uh, you probably didn't quit the game between the matches, did you? Uh, I was only playing single player. Should I have quit between? The yeah, matches? I know. You need to actually quit oh, the game. All right, hang on. Let me quit the game, and then we'll do. The, and then uh, I'll load it back up. You should probably do the same. I mean. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's. It's a horrible bug at the moment. Uh, we we haven't really paid much attention to the Steam matchmaking yet. We are going to make the uh, like a uh, local network mode first for uh, the expos we're going to visit. So that's kind of been the focus. Good idea. All right, I hit multiplayer again. Let's see if this works this time. Oh, there we go. Opponent found. That was a lot quicker this time. Yeah. Now you get to play the blue faction. Oh, so great. Okay. <laughs> I've been practicing with red and okay. The awkward thing about playing with a blue uh, faction is that uh, you're going to have like the icons of the other faction in your uh, buy menu. <laughs> but uh, yeah, pre-alpha. Oh, it's just a placeholder for now, right? Early access. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna lose. I know I'm gonna lose. It's just you know, how how quickly will I lose? That is the question. So Brian, you're the blue player now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I am. Yeah. Totally the blue player. Even though, yeah. And uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, that doesn't look fun. That doesn't look fun at all. Whoa! Okay, I'm still getting used to these camera controls are a bit... Well, you're in space, I guess, so they're supposed to be a little floaty, I suppose. But they're a little floaty. Oh, boy. Uh, Woo! Okay, hang on. Yep, already dying. Okay, that's great. Uh, boink. Barton, you can use the mouse field to zoom, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And you can use R, R, R and F to uh, go up and down. R and F? Oh, look at that. It's like the wheel, the the mouse wheel moves so slowly, though. It's like so slow compared to like d- the W and D keys. Yep, there goes one of my guys right there. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, folks, right now we're playing, uh, I'm playing blue. And uh, who's who am I playing? Who am I playing right now? You're playing me, Raven. Okay, and uh, yeah, I'm... Uh, just getting my 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 posterior walloped by uh, by a giant paddleboard 
Uh, it's not going well for me. It never, there was never any expectation that it was going to go well for me, let's be honest. But, uh, you know, I'm going to at least put up a fight. Maybe. Kick wow. his ass, Steve ass. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not going to happen. It's, it's just not going to, let's, let's just be honest. Like, no. Yeah, the victor's not going to be me today. You know, with that kind of attitude, you're not going to win. <laughs> no, I know, right? It's like be a winner. I feel I I the the Beck song "Loser" is playing in my mind right now. Uh. <laughs> but I, mean, I I guess there is a lot of stuff you can learn from this. I mean, Irvin has played played a lot of times, and you have to. Uh, at least um, I know where the weapons are now, so I know. Where, which uh, ships uh, I should primary because I know where the guns are. So all of that kind of play, uh, plays into the part to me uh, to make some good decisions. Right. Oh man. Yep. Yep. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I will say so in multi. I, I will say in multiplayer. Um, just to report a bug, the um, mm-hmm. the buy ships menu is. Very slow to respond. Like it takes yeah. almost a second from my clicking it to. Uh, Is it a second? It's 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 what? it's a noticeable difference between because um, in single player it happened yeah. almost immediately, but in multiplayer there's a definite delay between me clicking buying a ship and the ship actually and the number actually going up. At all, just yeah. FYI. Yeah, I, I know about this because it's, it's um, basically uh, right now uh, the red player is always going to be the server, and uh, when you click uh, on the ship, it's going to just have uh, instantly going to execute your command. But in order for uh, for you to execute a buy order from the client, you have to go by the server, and after it's uh, Executed, you can update the account. So we could obviously kind of update that number to get a faster response. We probably have to do so, but then we could uh, technically we could be refused to buy that chip on the server side, and <laughs> then you are going to have a sync problem. So that's why we did it like that. But I haven't seen it been like second slow before. It maybe it just seemed like a second. You can watch the video and see like mm. the difference. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll make a note of it. Let's do another match. Okay. I want right. to last maybe a few. I just want to last maybe a few. S- oh God! Oh, yeah. Right. All right. Hang on. Yeah. Let me restart. Sorry. 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 Pre-alpha. 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 Early <laughs> access, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want to host so you get your? Uh, how do I host? I don't even know how to host. How- just just click first. Well, all right. Hang on. I'll click first. <laughs> loading the game now. I got to say, uh, it's running my video card a little hot as well. Uh, it's going up to oh, yeah. about 84 Celsius, which is unusual for my video yeah. card. It's it's an older video card, but uh, I figured I would just you know tell you guys. And I'm, I don't have any kind of liquid cooling. Um, but yeah, which, I was going to say, Brian, it's time to get that liquid cooling going, huh? My next PC is going to have liquid cooling. Don't you worry. With with no air conditioning in this apartment, it's it has to. And you it, live in LA, so 
Yeah, I mean, it only gets super hot here, maybe for three weeks, thankfully. But those three weeks. It's a hell of a three weeks. It really is a hell of a three weeks. We're not used to humidity, and that's like when we get all the humidity. During that during that time of the the year, Brian's always like, "The spice must flow," and we're like, "I don't understand." <laughs> it's like all the windows in the apartment are open, so you're going to hear everything because that's the only way the computer will run right now. And so you'll hear like everything outside. So I hit the multiplayer button. Um, all right, because yeah, they they didn't believe they needed air conditioning in this part of Los Angeles, and <laughs> that was short sighted of them. Unfortunately. Anyway, so, but yeah, I just wanted to report that uh, it is running my video card a bit hotter than just about any other game I've played. Like, even Doom doesn't, even even Doom doesn't run this thing this this hot. So, uh, just FYI, I just wanted to. Yep, we are aware of that. But uh, what kind of GPU do they have? Uh, It's a GTX 770. Okay. Circa 2013. So, Anders, would you like to uh, give our uh, host some uh, ongoing coaching here? And maybe yeah, sure. I'm. Uh, it's a bit delayed, but uh, I'll try. Um, so, uh, battle cruisers kind of go very good along with uh, support ships. So I, ca- I kind of like to use them in combination because oh, okay. uh, battle cruisers have a lot of shield HP. So you have uh, quite a lot of time to get your uh, support ships over to your uh, ship to heal them. Ah, gotcha. And uh, fighters and corvettes are really good in bringing down shields. Uh, the corvette has like four uh, pulse lasers. Uh, oh, is that what that is? In the ship. Is yeah. that what that all, that's all about? I see. So fighters and corvettes are really good against shields. Uh, the interceptor kind of doesn't have a really a good role at the moment, so it's just there. It's very difficult to hit. That's the main uh, strength, I guess. And then the support ships are really strong if you can uh, get, uh, yeah, select your ships in uh, in time. That's what I'm trying to do. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Okay, doing a little better. Doing a little bit better, you guys. Unless he's letting me win, which is possible. Which is totally possible. (laughs) I would never. I hope not. I hope not. I expect an unfair fight. Any moment now, he's going to probably launch like 10 battleships or something. Yeah, (laughs) it makes sense. That's my life right there. Oh, man. So is that a Corvette with the laser thing? It must be a Corvette with the laser thing. Yeah, that must be a Corvette with the laser thing. That's crazy. Big, like, 80 lasers coming out of this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like a million freaking lasers. Oh, no, I'm going to lose. You sunk my battleship. Okay. And obviously, there's going to be a lot of balancing here. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. we haven't really paid that much attention to that yet, but uh, that's going to be a huge thing. <laughs> balancing is never right. easy. 
Right. No, it's not. But uh, we are going to be getting some help from that mechanics that I mentioned earlier with the prices kind of adjusting according to the usage. So uh, kind of OP weapons are going to be priced higher over time. And that way it's going to not be that over overpowered. Um, so, yeah. That also, because it could eventually push the the cost to be unsustainable for yeah. that build. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, ba- there's a thing to be said for imbalance, though. Like, I think one of the best games ever made is um, Master of Magic. And mm-hmm. that game is woefully imbalanced. <laughs> horribly, horribly imbalanced. Which is great, because you could do all kinds of nasty things in there. Because it's only single player. This is fun. Whoa, did I win? Yes. How did that happen? You let me win. You let me win. <laughs> uh, no comment. You let me win. That was That was just a... Stroke my freaking ego. <laughs> I would never. It was, it was. It did feel nice, though. It did feel nice. It felt. It felt satisfying. Um, That's good. So since you're uh, this, so let, let, this is going to be mostly multiplayer. It's going to be a multiplayer focused game. So are you going to have mm-hmm. any kind of in-game voice chat? Or are you going to let people rely on things like what we're using, um, like? Uh, uh, Discord and stuff like that. Um, well, I haven't really paid. I haven't thought about that so much. Uh, I think most of gamers today kind of use Discord. It's it's yeah. only if you kind of if you meet up randomly with people that could be a good option. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird though. Like I don't know about you guys, but whenever the game has its own built-in voice chat, I always turn it off. Like all yeah, yeah. Same. every same, freaking same. time. So it's like. I don't even know why people include it anymore. It's like, yeah, it's great, but it's like not that great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so yeah. even the, CCP did away with theirs. Yeah, wait, even I'm li- sort of on the fence if you even would want the players, uh, at least opponents, to be able to communicate oh. with each other because you know what? Uh, uh, that's the, the, in, the internet is a toxic place uh, unless you know. You, you know what you should do? A lot about your mom's social life. You know what you should do? You should have only text chat, and when someone types a text chat to the other player, it should be in another language because there's, like, no universal translator. So you should be, like, be able to <laughs> in- insult the other player left and right, but they have no idea what you're saying because, like, you're an alien. Yes. I don't know what you're saying. You should do yeah, that. Yeah, sort of or, like or uh, old school uh, World of Warcraft kind of thing with uh, the orcish and stuff. Yeah, we could add like uh, emotes, like uh, GG and uh, stuff like that. I guess. But yeah, I mean, you could you could simplify it down to to emotes too. Hmm. Just simply, yeah. you know, good job or or uh, twenty poops, know, thumbs 20, up, 20, yeah. 20 <laughs> <Right>. poops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying emoji because I would get yeah spammy, but but the idea <laughs> that you can just spam a reaction, you know, good game, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, we should probably start wrapping it up because I am super tired and it's the middle of the night for you. And one, he has to get up in two hours. So this seems like a good time to yep. wrap it <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. 
Uh, so, gentlemen, sure. I'd like to thank you for uh, joining us to talk about your game. Uh, friends, again, this is very early, so there's a lot of polishing and content to be added. FYI, there's a lot coming. We're, we're looking at least around a year until release. And we should totally have you guys back on once the game is done so we can uh, play that one. Uh, and love uh, to ta- be back. Yeah, and talk oh, yeah. about the uh, talk about the journey uh, from. So you guys, wait one last thing. Are you guys going to go to early access? Are you going to start selling early access? Are you going to have like a closed early access? Like, how are you guys going to do it? Uh, we hope to avoid it. Uh, mm, okay, but, uh, it could be possible. But uh, if we need, if we need, if we run out of money uh, or something. Uh, that could be an option, but we haven't planned it for now. Uh, I, I would prefer to release it as a full game. Right. So basically you have like the copies we have on steam. That's for like a closed testing period. Yeah. It's for a closed test. Okay. I got to admit, I I think that's probably the better way to go. You know, um, we're actually going to, I think have a show coming up soon where we talk about um, what, how great and how terrible early access could be. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. I honestly think in this case, and you have to go game by game, but I think you guys are making the right call, keeping it closed. Mm-hmm. Um, so well done there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's also good that you don't have to like, cause a lot of people see early access as just asking for money before a game is done. Mm-hmm. So it's good. You don't have to do that. <laughs> Yeah. So folks, yeah, we were the- lucky to so get some uh, funding from the government, so we can. Uh, oh, really? Work. Yeah. Wait, the yep. government fund is fund is partially funding your game development. Yes, oh, yeah. I'm actually glad you said that because uh, we really? should actually mention that. Yeah, please. Yeah. That, 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 that's the Norwegian Film Institute, who is uh, currently funding the development of Age of Space. Uh, this is all thanks to you. Thank you very much, Norwegian Film Institute. And you, Innovation Norway. Yeah, Innovation Norway as well. If yeah. you got, uh, Can you send me, like, in a private message, send me links to those so I can add them to the post so people can get more information about that? Because that's fascinating. Like, you don't sure, hear about that. Cool. Yeah, that, you don't hear about that over here. Really? Uh, so, yeah. uh, <laughs> so that's, that's, my mind is kind of blown by that. That's great. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, is it Norwegian? Is that how you say it? Norwegian? Yeah. Um, yeah thank the you. Norwegian Film Institute. Thank you, Norwegian government. <laughs> I always want to make sure <laughs> uh, for helping fund Age of Space. That's great. I mean, that, that means you don't have to basically beg for money before it's released. So that's great. Exactly. Yep. So, um, so might you offer folks like if they want to go to your website and buy into early access, will you maybe do like alpha funding? Or is that a possibility? Cause people might want to jump into this early, you know? Yeah. Well, the best way I guess is kind of just to ask, uh, oh, okay. we have our own discord server, so you can just join there if you're interested in the game and, uh, we need some dedicated uh, testers. So, okay. And uh, that is, uh, and that is linked on your site, right? That is linked on the Age of Space yep. website. Okay, great. All right, I'll definitely include that in the post. Uh, great. So, folks, again, the game is Age of Space. It's going to come out in about a year, and they're looking for some dedicated folks, not just looking for a copy of the free, a free copy of the game, mind you, but to actually 
get in there, test it, you know, give them feedback, that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, if you're interested, uh, it's – what the heck is the what – what's the domain? It's age, uh, AOSgame.com. And that will also be – it's also in the uh, description for the video, but it will also be on the MP3 post. That will go up in a couple of days. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so just a couple of uh, quick programming notes before we wrap up. Uh, this Thursday, we're taking a break from our board game extravaganza. If you're not aware, we're going to be playing game, board games for like the next three weeks, maybe almost a month. Uh, we played one last week. We got a few more to play. But since we're doing Borderlands 2 monthly, it's it's time for some more Borderlands this week. So that's what we're going to be playing on Thursday. And then the next show, next week, the next week's podcast, we're getting serious, folks. The topic for next week's podcast is what I like, is I've entitled The Beginning, Middle, and Eventual End of the Space Game Renaissance. Because we are in a space game resurgence, renaissance of sorts, but it's going to end. These things happen in cycles. I mean, something's going to kill it. You know, it's going to stop. So we're going to talk about what started it, kind of where we are now, and how we think it's going to end probably sooner rather than later. So that's going to be our upbeat topic next week. Uh, (laughs) uh, Finally, I want to thank our Patreon subscribers uh, for helping keep the lights on around here. Uh, If you're interested, you go to patreon.com slash spacegamejunkie. Every dollar helps pay for the cost of running spacegamejunkie.com. And I have already started working on a merch shop, so soon we're going to have new tiers where you're going to get access to stickers. (laughs) (laughs) If if you don't listen to the Greatest Generation podcast, my friends, that's an in-joke. But if you like Star Trek The Next Generation or D Space Nine, you should be listening to the Greatest Generation podcast. It's really great. And there's an ad for this there's an ad for this show on one of their episodes that I paid for. Uh, <laughs> um, paid in part for by viewers like Brian. Yes. <laughs> by owners like me. So thank you everyone for watching. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Co hosts, thank you for asking great questions. Co-host. Like you always do. <laughs> Do your co-host thing. And, uh, folks, we will see you uh, next time. Have a great night. Bye-bye.